What's up? Welcome back after buzzers. Real Housewives of Potomac, baby. We are back. Season four, episode one. That's the way the cookie crumbles. We're talking Giselle. We're talking Karen. We're talking smooches. All that and more coming up for you next. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, party people? Yay! Welcome back. I'm so glad the season has started. Uh, Welcome back, you guys. My name is Erica. I am your host. I couldn't do it without my girl, Lauren Mayo. Give it up. Hey guys, happy to be back. Episode one, season yes, four, crazy. Yes. And they started. They start out with the mess as early as possible. Uh, all right. So overall, what did you think about this overall in overall episode? I thought this episode was packed full of drama. Like they do not disappoint. The Real Housewives of the Potomac. I feel like they had a slower start, but right. last season and this season, they're they're coming for Atlanta for sure. There's exactly. a lot more going on. I agree. The first season, I was kind of like. It felt like they were making up their storylines to some extent. But this year, you know, over the years, they've kept it going. What did you think about the taglines? Did any of those really stand out? They all were kind of trash, except Ashley. Exactly. I was on Ashley had them up, girl. Everyone's was just like, okay, that's all you have. Like, Monique, come on. Okay, the, first of all, uh, Giselle, are you still talking about being the talk <laughs> of the town? Like, every year her tagline is that same thing. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Ashley was my favorite. I kind of liked Candace's one about um, the Prince Charming. Yeah, her And like her it. Sleeping Beauty is woke, especially since she's wearing, you know, marrying somebody Caucasian. So I like that little spin <laughs> on things there. Shout out to Candace. Um... But yeah, I absolutely thought Ashley's hands down was the most sort yeah. of creative and fun. I'm definitely going to use that as an Instagram caption. So. I know. It was good. Right? And Robin, um, yes, your hair is shorter. Okay, what do you think about her hair? I just don't like the ramen noodles look. Thank you. I was about to say it's shorter, but you might want to get it done. I just but want I didn't to want to blow say it that out. It looks so good. Or, or wear it curly. Just wear it... Not ramen style. Or, I mean, I love ramen noodles. Yeah. But as a hairdo, I totally Ramen on ramen. Exactly. Um, All right. Shout out. Special shouts out to Giselle's weave, which I think is always on point. And this season, she doesn't disappoint. Um, What are your thoughts on Karen's blonde Wig. Karen is pretty snatched. She, I feel like, has come the furthest as far as her looks. Like, yeah. did she have surgery? What? She, I don't know. She looks is, amazing, but she looks great. I know blondes are supposed to have more fun, but I don't know. I'm, I think her hair is okay. It's, it could be it's okay. It could yeah, be a little I bit agree. more ash blonde. Yeah, I I agree. You know, but one thing I do like about Karen is she always changes it up. So I'm sure next week. She'll be wearing something different. So I am not going to throw too much shade on her wig because we have all day for that. Um, All right. So we start off with Giselle and her girls, which I love. I like the scenes with the children because I feel like um, everybody on Potomac that has kids are pretty cool and comfortable in their parent parent roles. And I like to see them interact. So, how do you think about Giselle getting her bake on with the girls? I I find a trend, not just on Potomac, but I feel like the kids of the housewives, you see this a lot on New Jersey, um, they're more mature than the parents a lot of the times. Like, they're always getting their moms together. Like, she was oh like, gosh. maybe you shouldn't have told that joke. Like, 
Right. That wasn't nice. Are you mean? Like, I feel like these kids are so mature, and the parents are kind of acting like the kids sometimes. Exactly. With Absolutely. The other ladies. And especially with Giselle and her daughters. I feel like her daughters are pretty young. You know, yeah. they're basically like middle school age, but they are very kind of, they seem to be very grounded, and they do kind of give her... They do kind of school her and they give her, her give her good <laughs> advice. So surprising to all of us, I guess, Giselle is back with Sherman. I'm not surprised. I mean, I am kind of because I'm like, um, you know, she seems like when she lets people go, she let them go, uh, but she took them back. And what do you think, Lauren, about be dating someone and being in therapy? This. You know what? It's crazy because I actually, in college, I know two people while they were in college. And I'm like, this is too much. I know a lot of people who did it, too. And I was kind of like, no, I need a relationship before I need to. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Before I pay in therapy bills. Yeah, it's common. I feel like a lot of people are doing it. I don't think it's something I would do. I mean, hopefully Sherman's paying for it. But <laughs> I I mean, okay. I mean, theoretically, maybe it's covered under someone's insurance. But uh, I hope so. But yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because it does show a level of commitment, I think, to go to therapy each week and agree to work on it with this person, et cetera, et cetera. So I do appreciate that there's a level of commitment there. But I feel like... I feel like it shouldn't be that much work. Because it wasn't like her and Sherman... You know who needs to be in therapy? (laughs) Robin and Juan. But it's not like they have that kind of history. Like, Sherman and Giselle, pretty much... What, they've been together a year and then they broke up? Like, you shouldn't need... Shouldn't that be the easy phase, no? I mean, it's interesting because here's what I thought. When they first started the episode and she was talking about being back with Sherman, first I was like, okay, she's backsliding. Because everybody knows how it is. You had an ex that you always still be hooking up with. So that's what I thought initially until she's like, okay... You know, and I feel like she's just like, all right, well, I don't want him to think he's just going to get some, so I'm going to go to a therapist with him. But I appreciate, and especially if she's going to have him around her daughters. Yeah, that's true. I think that that is, that is a level of commitment there that is a big deal. So, I mean, in that respect, I kind of respect what they're doing, even though I'm kind of like, all right, I don't know, maybe get a ring. Where is this going? Do you think that he asked her, like she said? Like, he came crawling back after eight months. Do you believe that? Or do you think she kind of, like, came to him? What I think is kind of like what I said. (laughs) I think they started off backsliding. Yeah. And then she was kind of like, and then if they were still hanging out and her kids were going to see it, that it has to kind of be, like, a real get back, a real reunion. Like, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if he did call her first. I mean, she does have a huge ego, so it could go either way. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? What do you think? Do you think... I think Giselle is extremely strategic, and I wouldn't be surprised if she definitely placed herself in certain situations so that he would see her. Oh, okay, wait, 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 time out, time out. Ain't nothing wrong with looking too good when you know your ex is going to be around. I mean, you know, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly normal. 
<laughs> I'm sure there was some wa- walked by. She probably pulled that guy from like season two, the short guy that she didn't really like. Exactly. He was cute, but he was a little short. And she made fun of him, like pull him by to you know make him jealous. I definitely think Giselle probably like planned their. Giselle is definitely the one who probably wore those little snakeskin pants and then dropped <laughs> dropped something yeah. and bent down to pick it up. Uh, you know, so so the whole therapy thing I think is uh, is interesting. And so, so Giselle is now on this plight to make up with Karen. And, because uh, Karen didn't take too kindly to Giselle's sort of, the whole implications last season about Karen and her money woes and did she really live in her house and all of that stuff. So I kind of appreciate that Giselle is making an effort, although, like, cookies isn't like a real thing like I mean they're good but it's like no if you know you messed up then you also I think need to accompany that with like something sort of more um, substantial yeah in talking one-on-one I didn't realize how bad it was until the playback. Like, when you see everything Giselle, every petty thing Giselle did last season lined up back-to-back like that with nothing in between, it's like, yeah, Giselle, I wouldn't be talking to you either. Exactly. Shout out to the producers for the playbacks (laughs) this episode. They were great with that. Um, I agree. I mean, the whole thing, it was funny watching it, like, with the t-shirts and stuff. But it's like, you know, if you were really going through issues with the IRS and somebody showed up with a t-shirt, dogging you. Yeah, I wouldn't really call her a friend either. Although, I mean, that moment that they shared last year at the reunion when Karen is breaking down about the death of her parents, that seemed to really be authentic. You know what I'm saying? So do you think that uh, Giselle really means this makeup? Or do you think this is just her trying to... I think she does. I think it's really... I like them together. I like when they're friends. They seem to have fun. Um, I think she does, but I think, like you said, she has an ego. So I don't see her saying, I apologize, please forgive me. That's not her way of apologizing, Giselle. I hope she does, because I think that's what Karen needs. But I don't see Giselle, like, laying it out. She's going to buy you stuff, or she's going to give you a gift, or she's going to try to show up, like she said, and act like nothing happened. But I don't see her humbling herself and ask, like... Will you forgive me? Exactly. I don't see that coming. Exactly. And cut to, she bakes the cookies, which, okay, shout out to being cute and being able to bake. Yeah. I love that she can do both. Um, And they showed some clips from her baking from before. So I'm like, oh, wow. Because at first I was like, oh, it must be a mix. But I think it's great that she can, you know, she's cute. She's thin. She's, I think uh, Giselle kind of has it together. I'm a Giselle fan for sure. Uh, How are you just going to show up to somebody's house, though? Yeah, that's kind of the number one rule of things not to do. And I just wanted to shout out Ronnie Jr. randomly on our live chat. He's, like, going in. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Um, He says that Giselle could care less about anyone who doesn't want to film with her. Simple. She's not pressed. Um, So he's not buying it. Well, I mean, part (laughs) of me is kind of like, is she really um, apologizing? Or, yeah, like, if she just wants better, you know, she wants more people that that will actually film with her. I thought about that, too. I was like, maybe she's just trying to, you know, trying to make it, you know, she is all about herself. I mean, I think, I think she has some regrets, but I don't, I'm not quite sure yet the way she's approaching it doesn't it seems like she's like okay my bad yeah as opposed to realizing that she really hurt her last season um and fundamentally i'm not that person you're not gonna just show up like i'm definitely like karen karen is better than me because like mm-hmm. if you out front i mean i guess you you know we have cell phones now and stuff but i'm like no nah, you're not getting in i don't care whose kids made what like no 
Yeah, the kid ploy. They're not even little anymore. Like, she made it sound like it was, like, Monique's kids making the cookies. Like, exactly. those kids understand what's going on. Exactly. And, and, I mean, truth be told, she would be embarrassed because they'd be like, Ma, she wouldn't let you in? Like, dang. <laughs> Although, I will say this. Okay, because I went to school in D.C. So, like, Great Falls and Potomac are not that close. So, that is a trek. And I was like, how are you going to drive that far and burn up all that gas and not yeah. you know, not at least text her like, oh yeah, I'm accidentally on purpose in Virginia. Like it's not super, super far, but it's far enough where you're not just gonna be you know, you're gonna be mad and stank that you wasted your gas. Maybe she was already going to visit Sherman and she just tried to squeeze dun, uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yes, we will have to find out where Sherman is living yeah. to see if she's like, let me squeeze in Karen in between a booty call. That would be actually an <laughs> interesting way to do things. Um, and I I did see online that in Watch What Happens Live after the show that Giselle was on tonight and she actually said she just really was going to confirm uh, that, that Karen actually lives there, mm. which is kind of like not surprising, not surprising, but trifling because you already did the pizza man gig gag last <laughs> season. OK, so, you know, to me, I feel like if she, you know, for her to make those comments later live tonight, then it's like, oh, OK, now it just makes your apology seem like disingenuous like not yeah. authentic because it's like okay if you're really going to say you're sorry I don't know why you just popping up but <laughs> <laughs> to go back later and still throw shade is kind of like ugh. but she probably since then has gotten her feelings hurt by Karen and that's just her ego defense that's true mechanism, that's true we, we haven't seen the whole season yet yeah. so maybe that's what's so interesting I think with all the real housewives that you watch is because there's so much into social media and like we know so much that's going on like with Ashley and Michael right now versus when they taped that it's always interesting to see you know they may have broken up and made back up and then then when they see what that person did to them again now they're on the outs again so that's so funny now here's the thing a little tidbit because I had to go back and rewatch it tonight um yeah does Karen really live there so Karen (laughs) never actually got the pizza Okay, and for those of you viewers who watch closely, Karen also doesn't know how to operate her own oven. So, um, yeah. Does she really live Y'all there? Are so or shady. is she like Ava? Is she just filming there? What, what? Drop down what you think in the comments, guys. Exactly. Um, Do you guys, does Karen really live in this home? And how long has she been there? How has she been there for years? She doesn't know how to use the oven yet. Okay, you got me. You got me stumped at the oven. I want her to live there. I really do. I really hope she's not pretending to live there. But I mean, some women don't cook, or some people don't cook. You know, maybe she's just. Well, she was trying, and the salmon looked great until she couldn't. I had to go back. I was like, wait, is she really not knowing how? Because if she had just moved, and I probably would have cut her some slack. But this is the same house she was in last season. So theoretically, she was in the house. Now I'm just joking, Karen. I'm sure you live there. I'm sure you live there. I'm sure. I'm a ride for you, Karen. I'm. I really want to believe you're not lying about your home okay so so i and here's the thing though for me about karen is uh i don't care you know what i'm saying to me it's more about the lying than about whether you live there or don't live there so if she doesn't live there or she's just there because or they're renting or i don't really care what it is but i think as a viewer i just want to feel like you're being truthful and honest about what you're going through like that's yeah. why we sit there and watch well all the viewers in the comments are with you no one believes <laughs> Joseph, 
<laughs> Joseph Bowes in the live chat says, I don't think Karen lives there full time. Maybe she rents it during production. Exactly, which I don't even see a problem with that, but don't fake the funk. Very you know, love and hip hop esque, because you know everybody on Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> Exactly, that's a whole and, story. and that was a whole big thing on Real Housewives of Atlanta as well. It's like nobody uh, really cares, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Robin was like in a townhouse, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So nobody really cares, but we just want you to be straight up. Of which, <laughs> moving on to Karen, um, you know, and I know Karen is going through a lot, grieving for her parents still, so I'm not going to be too hard on her. But um, what are your thoughts about Karen? And her rent-a-friend, Matt. I don't trust Matt. Okay, first of all, I feel like, <laughs> and I have a tweet about this later, I feel like Matt is, like, freaking hired by the studio. Like, who <laughs> are you? I, and he's like, oh, he's a good friend. Girl, you pay him. Anybody you pay, like, they work, that's your employee. You know what the I'm saying? The 12 years is the concern because it's like, how have you known him for 12 years of your life? Unless y'all are family friends. Like, is, are you friends with his parents? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's a lot did, of unanswered questions. Did he work? Where are the pictures? <laughs> I don't know. But it, it just, the whole, him being her sister, he seems like a cool, he seems okay on the show either way. But she, to me, it's like she's trying to build up this friendship as more than what it is. Like, if he's your assistant, like, you know, I watch Real Housewives in New, New York. A lot of people have assistants. Ain't nothing wrong with that. We can yeah. see your assistant every week. But, oh, he's my friend. Girl, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust him, and I feel like he wasn't always assistant. Like I feel like his title keeps changing. I don't know. He just seems right. Shady. He she changes his title because the girls mentioned that last season, and I mean he seems okay. Yeah, he I just guess. seems like somebody that you pay every two weeks. That's it, you know. And so, which Aww. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they're so nice to you at Trader Joe's. That doesn't mean. That they're Not your friends. Trader Joe's. I'm pretty sure their relationship's a little deeper than your I mean, anyone's relationship with their grocer. I don't you know, think it's that bad. Place. It's like you know, it's, it's really the pizza man can be very friendly to you. That does not mean it's like that Postmate commercial. They're very Aww. nice, but you know they're delivering they're doing something. So I don't know. I mean the whole thing with Matt. I feel like I'm not going to go too hard on it, but. It, I, maybe it'll develop more in the season. Maybe you know. Maybe because to me, he doesn't feel like a friend of the show. He feels like it just—it doesn't flow. Yeah, it just seems like he's more of an employee flavor than you know employee than. flavor. Last one, I got to get this one in. I'm sorry, Spencer Whitelow says twelve years is a long time to be a health aide. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better leave Karen alone. She is healthy and snatched. Okay. And I thought he was an attorney. 12 years. Well, whatever. (laughs) Well, he's been downgraded because I thought she said he was an attorney at one point. But now he's her assistant. So it's like, it's nothing wrong. Matt, it's nothing wrong with taking notes. We have no shades. There's nothing wrong with sending emails from people. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Honest living. Uh, (laughs) That's it. Okay. So we'll talk about the two romantic couples. So on one hand, we have. Robin and Juan and Ashley and Michael. Now, I will say a lot of people in, on Twitter online today were cringing at the Ashley and Michael scene. Um, how? What were your feelings on it? I felt violated. <laughs> I felt violated. I felt disgusted. Um, the strawberry? It, it was just... Why are we watching this? We could have done without the scene. Okay, and the, and, the, and the whipped cream. I was like... It wasn't natural. She was, like, force-feeding the strawberry with her mouth into his, and 
even the way he t- it was just uncomfortable. Yeah, it was like... I don't um, think he likes her. It was like one of those networks, I'm not going to say them, but late night networks where it's like, <laughs> it's, it's not really porn, but you're like, what are you all doing? Way so, too much to was, be Yeah, it, it was too much. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm ready just yet to see that much that much intimacy with Michael. Um, so what's interesting, though, what I will say, the editors and the producer did a good job with kind of showing their sort of, to me, somewhat forced romance <laughs> um, split split with the issues that he's going with the sexual harassment and the sexual assault charges, mm-hmm. which we all know now have been dropped. But um, it's interesting to see it play out sort of in real time, quote unquote. Um, so that was interesting. How did you, because to me it made it, it made it even seem more forced because it's like, okay, she, you know, they know that this is coming and I guess it has a lot to do with the editing, but it made made it feel even more fake. I don't think it was just editing. Everything about it was just cringy and uncomfortable and just nasty. And what's so interesting is I know Ashley, even though she's, you know, younger than the other women, she is getting older and she wants to have a baby so badly. But their relationship has been the most unstable and the craziest all over the seasons for her to just be. I mean, we all know now that she's pregnant, but I was kind of like worried about that anyway. Like, I was like, wow, is she really? Because he seems. I just wonder why him. Like, Ashley is. A gorgeous girl. She seems to be well connected. I'm just like, why him? I know he's, you know, he has the money that probably helps. But I feel like she could also find like a rich guy who's like wants to be with her and wants to support her and give her the baby without an issue. Right. Exactly. I mean, to some extent, when it's like why him, it's like, can't you find somebody rich and cute? Yeah. Um. <laughs> or at least that wants to touch you on TV. Yes. Or have your baby. Yes. Well, oh. apparently she fa- she found a way to make it happen. But at this point, uh, I guess she's not quite pregnant yet. And uh, so it's so interesting to see kind of them force, really forcing yeah. their sexual chemistry. And we don't need to see it. That's that's. I hope it ends here. I think you. I, I don't need anything else. <laughs> yeah. So right now, her whole um, sort of, seems like their storyline is really going to be based on getting pregnant and dealing with these sexual assault charges, which is still interesting because it's like, it's kind of scary that she's doing this whole whipped cream thing. And then as we all know, the sexual assault charges are with the guy. And the grinder incident. Yeah. And then, I mean, if those of us, I want to say it's season one, he was hitting people on the butt. So men on the butt. So we've, you know, but whatever, Michael, do you, we, we support you. And whatever your choices way, are yeah. on this show, we support everything you do. This is a safe space at After Buzz. We love yes. you. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, Candace, hmm. why aren't you married yet? That's what I want to know. Like, I didn't realize still? the proposal was two years ago. Oh my God. This is yeah. like. This is like um, that show, is it Bridezilla? I feel like I've watched 85 episodes of Bridezilla. Like, she has been planning this wedding ever since she's been on the show. I feel like the mother is more of a Bridezilla than her, though. Like, it's scary. Well, not so much. Here's the thing. I don't really think Candace is so horrible in planning her wedding, really. I just feel like, for some reason, it's just dragged on for so, so... This is like the longest engagement. It feels long to me, anyway. (laughs) 
You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, are we? St- I was like, they ain't married yet. Like, are we still doing this? Are we still talking about invites? Like, I feel like that was all last season. That's true. Um, Shouldn't the seating chart have been finalized by now? Actually, like even in the point where they are now, like that should be kind of like handled. Still talking about shapes I, of tables. No, and and here's the thing. So we see, you know, we see Candace. And her fiance Chris and Chris actually, I kind of like him. I think he's kind of a cool sort of balance to her, you know, prima donna, bat oh, black yeah, princess cute. thing that she has going on. And um, you know, and and it's this whole thing about this brother that was illegitimate. So, um, and I couldn't get this. So, if you all know or do you know, like, were her parents actually married? Because no. I, I, so what it sounded like is like they were dating, they had a breakup, and he got somebody pregnant. So yeah. I don't understand why it's like so much drama. Exactly. Now. She, the mother, knew that because even the concept, the years apart of the children, Candace was born seven or eight years later. She right. Said. She got so married. The mother after knew this. the baby was a toddler, and you still decided to marry this man and have a fa- start a family with him. Exactly, so. and from what Candace said on the show, she said her parents were together. They break up as you do in college, yeah. and you know he got somebody pregnant as they also do in college, and then got back with her mom. Yeah, okay. And for her mom, I mean, there does seem something weird there for her mom to be holding on to it forty years later. It's actually kind of scary. Like it's been forty years. You. That's, that's got to be misery inside you. And I'm not even trying to talk exactly. bad about and, it. And I mean, I know, terrible. like, <laughs> I'm from the Caribbean. So I have a lot of experience and a lot of cousins and a lot of relatives where some children were born inside the marriage, some children were born outside the marriage, and all of those sort of mixed family type scenarios. So I'm well aware of them. But to me, fundamentally, because I know so many people who had siblings like in between them and somebody younger. Yeah. So their parents were already married, already had a family, and then the, 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 the husband had a child outside the marriage. And so, and I do know people whose parents or mothers are very much like Dorothy and held on to it. Mm-hmm. But, um, this was even before the marriage. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's so many guys you date now that got a baby. Like, get over it yeah. already. That's essentially what it was. Yeah. Like, they probably weren't even in. They weren't engaged when this happened. They were just boyfriend and girlfriend. And, and they but were then they had up. broken up. Yeah. So I'm like, he wasn't even with you. Get over yourself. That's but nice. now here is my question, though, to you. How do you feel about Candace having so much to say and being so upset? Like, I get why she's upset, mostly. But having so much to say... And she ain't paying for nothing. I get it. I think that their relationship is a little toxic. I feel like it's it's kind of the stories you hear when people are like, well, don't, you know, depend fully on a man financially. It's kind of the same dynamic, but with her mom. I feel like her mom governs every aspect of her life and always holds that financial piece over her. And the wedding has just made it even worse because that's the one day that it's supposed to be about the bride. And the mom is just... So I, I actually kind of get more than I did before. Right. Th- in this episode, I really get because her mom is kind of miserable. And she's trying... That's probably how she controls the people around her is through finances. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Although I do... I mean, and I guess to me... I guess I feel some kind of a, a way about it. Because if all her mom did was pay for her wedding, like theoretically, mm-hmm. traditionally, the bride's mother, the bride's family pays for the wedding. So if it was just the wedding, then I would be like, okay. But if your parents are totally supporting you, like if you basically a trust fund baby, really, and your parents are financing your entire life, then yeah, you might as well be in high school. You got to do what they say. True. She has to break free. I don't you know. know if she's going to because 
she wants this independence and this like ability to live her own life, but you're not going to be able to not with that, but not with the mother you have. You're not exactly. going to be able to and have I, that. And I was very touched by the comment that she made. Like, um, she even referenced to it. You know, like I don't. It isn't about you writing the checks. I want you to, you know, kind of be there for me. And I do feel for that. Like yeah. fundamentally, I feel like her mother should let this thing go about her brother or whatever. But then I did feel like, okay, it is three days before your wedding, and as we all have known, we've been here for about two years. So why are you waiting till now to bring it up with her? So do you think that? it was reasonable for her to wait until now to do it or should she have told her mother earlier? I feel like she's been, I feel like they've probably had tiffs about the financial piece this whole time. I wish they have. Yeah, but I, as far as the brother, I feel like she's probably just putting it off. Like, that is a tough spot to be in. I couldn't imagine, like, my mom not wanting my brother. I don't know. That's, I I couldn't imagine that. I could see, especially knowing their dynamic already, how she would just be like, I'm just gonna act like this ain't gonna happen. I'm just gonna procrastinate, procrastinate until the point that I can't anymore. She definitely <laughs> should have told her, but I see, like, knowing Candace and what we see of her, I could totally see her just being like, I'm gonna pretend, like, hopefully they don't see each other. And Chris was probably like, you need to tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel, I agree with you. Like, I think it's, it's, I can see both sides to it because to me, I feel like her mother had a point. How are you gonna tell me this again yeah, before the that's wedding? Fair. And, um, She's like, well, it's not tomorrow. Well, yeah, it's like three days away. Thank God. But it's like three <laughs> days away. And, um, but we've been watching them plan this wedding. Like, I hate to say it, but for me, ad nauseum. Like, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> and so I feel like she could have, you know, I mean, maybe she didn't need a storyline last season, but she could have addressed it, I think, before this moment. And especially since, I mean, part of me feels like, did you wait this long because you were afraid your mom wouldn't pay for stuff. Because if her mom was like, well, I'm not going to pay for it if he comes. And, you know, but now mm. it's too late for her to do that. You know what I'm saying? So part of me feels like that may be why she waited. But then I kind of feel like, man up, Candace, like, yeah. or woman up or whatever. And if your mom was like, no, I'm not going to pay this if you invite your brother, then show us the woman that you really are. I didn't even think about that. You and Rodney in here, y'all just opened up my eyes to everybody. Um, I didn't think about that. Maybe she was battling whether she wanted to invite the brother or not, too. That could have been part of the delay. Yeah, maybe. But it seemed like she had decided. Yeah. But I do feel like her mother had a point about the last minute. Yeah, Um, for sure. You know, to some extent. Now... Before Candace met with her mom, we also saw the scene between Candace and Karen that I actually really, really liked. And I basically really like Karen a lot, the grand dame, yes. regardless of her, like, you know, faking the financial stuff. I do <laughs> like her, um, her character, and I like that she came from you know, meager beginnings and, you know, married somebody rich. That's what we all dream to do. Um, <laughs> well, maybe you guys Cinderella don't. Cinderella story. Maybe you guys don't, but I do occasionally. Um, but I really did like her, um, how she was kind of being supportive of Candace and kind of, you know, uh, stressing to Candace that you need to go out and kind of, you know, spread your wings and not have your carry your mom's burdened. Yeah. How did you, what were your thoughts about that particular scene? I think Karen and Chris are great people for Candace to have in her life because they both kind of said the same thing. You're carrying way too much of your mother's baggage. And I think she needed to hear that. But, I mean, Karen. Karen's a really good friend. You can say what you want about Karen, yeah. but when she's your friend, she really does ride or die. She checks up on you. Like, Karen is a good friend, probably one of the better friends that we see 
on the show, at least from what I've seen. Um, but I liked the conversation. I just want Candace to rip the Band-Aid of the mom, maybe after the wedding, because then it's just going to continue. I don't know. Does, I, I mean, I, I don't recall. Candace, get a real job, and then you'll rip that Band-Aid that much easier. Well, yeah, that. Like, I mean, that would help. <laughs> work with the, I mean, they own a restaurant, right? They can do, you'll have to definitely have meager Well, yeah, needs, like, the, but, yeah, her husband, or her fiance, her soon-to-be husband, yeah, he does own the barbecue place. But... I feel like she needs to have something of her own. Well, she has the hair company. Okay, well, hustle them, we- hustle that weave, girl, hustle that weave. But whatever she does, <laughs> I feel like she needs to have her own money, yeah, and it's going to continue. And maybe, maybe you, maybe you have to struggle for a little bit, like. But I think that would just make her a stronger person. Um, okay, so before we get out of here, let's talk about. Uh, Robin and Juan, like another another couple where I'm like, am I in the storyline Twilight Zone? Like this is the same, you know. But but now yeah. they're actually sleeping together, so two thumbs up. Not well, like them. I think they're so cute together. <laughs> but I want them to make a decision. What are your thoughts on? I'm gonna Robin? get into the bunnies, but first I did want to have a special message for everybody. Thank you. I did want to say thank you to everyone watching for making us the ESPN of TV talk. If you're watching us on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed and give us a big thumbs up. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating because none of the other stars really matter. We so enjoy working here at After Buzz, and we appreciate you for supporting us and doing what we love. Yes, we do. Thank you so much for that, Lauren. And, yeah, you know, leave comments during the live chat and yes. after because those comments don't stay. So please leave more comments. I love reading respond. those comments. I do, too. I do, too. Um, so... Back to the bunny rabbits. Thank you. Robin <laughs> and Juan, what are your thoughts? I, they're stressful. What are we doing, Robin? What are we doing, Juan? It's the, it's just the same place we've been from season one. Like, I guess now that they're having more sex, because they were having sex before. Yeah, they've always so been nothing's sort of really off changed. and on or whatever. So, yeah, I agree. I mean. It's, it's always been like, ugh. you know, and. And now, one thing I can say is this is one of the few scenes I've seen where they really seem to actually yes. have some real chemistry together. No matter what her hair looks like, they definitely had chemistry together. <laughs> Robin or not, he <laughs> likes it. Exactly. If you like it, Juan, we love it. So um, so they did seem to have some little chemistry going there. And I really liked that they kind of talked about how they're maturing yeah. and um, you know how things are kind of meshing a little bit better. And so that's the thing. I mean, at the end of the day, if she's happy in that relationship, then, um, you know, then I'm happy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like we don't you don't have to be married or whatever if you're happy um, in what you're doing. I just want her to be happy. I just wonder if she really is happy. But I want her to be. I really want her to be. I want them to work. I want the them to work, family. too. The kids are cute. Everybody's cute. I think... I mean, we'll see how this season plays out. Definitely in this episode, it seemed authentic. Because a lot of times it seemed like she was just dealing with nonsense and staying because she wanted her boys to have a good family, which we all want our children, you know, to have a good family. But it's like she, in other seasons, she did sort of seem miserable. But it makes you wonder, because even in the scene, as cute as it was, she was, she said that I... I see potential in our relationship, and it's like, at what point do you stop looking at the potential and see it for what it is? I know. Brothers in prison have potential, boo. Yeah. But um, one of the things she did say, too, she made the comment, like, I want us to see something about get the romance that we never had. Yeah. And I was like, That's what he said. I was like... I was like, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, ever. Like, that was tough. I was like, wow. So that kind of... um, 
Yeah, so even though this was such a romantic scene, there were a few, you know, lines there that still kind of were heavy. It's, yeah. it's kind of like, man, okay, you know. Um, but I want to see them pull it out. Like, I do feel like as a couple, they're cute together. Or, I mean, I've never really seen her... Um, because we know, we haven't seen it, but we know he's cheated and done some other things. Or I want her to get him really jealous. Like, to me, yeah. she can pull somebody. She's gorgeous. Sure. Go out there, have him looking crazy a couple times, yes. and he might start acting right. I think that's all she needs to do. Like, if she just starts, like, you know, standing less and going out more, if you will. Exactly. Marriage like counseling like, here at After Buzz. It's yeah. just that easy. <laughs> you have the but fix. Exactly. Like, and I agree with you. Like, I don't, I don't think it's that super, super easy, but I feel like... She's always the one like, oh, he's so great. Mm-hmm. And she's also very great. So I'm like, girl, you know, he need to get him to understand what you're bringing to the table, yeah. too. But so if they got married in 2005. That's only all she knows. Because they were together yeah. through high school and college. I mean, that is all she knows, for so, sure. Yeah, she needs to date. You know. Go out there. Kick it, girl. <laughs> De- get Chocolate City. Get yeah. it, get it, girl. But yeah, I... um. But I do want them, I mean, there's something that kind of you want them to stay together. And they've been together so long, theoretically, really, the whole season, you know, all the seasons. So you want them to maintain. But, um, but yeah, I'm kind of, I kind of feel like, all right. It's exhausting. It, or or to me, I do. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, okay, is this just your storyline again this yeah. season? Is, is we going to do this all the episodes? <laughs> but um, maybe they'll surprise us, yes. you know. Robin gets a boyfriend. Robin has a date. Or maybe Robin have a baby girl. Oh, oh that would be cute. That would be so cute. Like, Although, I mean, I guess we have enough babies <laughs> on here. And speaking of which, we did see a cute scene between Monique and Chris. And their kids just steal the thunder every time and what did, what was your feeling about Chris sort of standing up to Monique and being like you owe Giselle an apology how did you what did you think about that I I love Chris like Chris yeah. is somebody like a, he's a good model for a husband at least from what we see like their whole relationship is like if anybody had to be goals which I use that term loosely right. they, it would be them so I loved it because I feel like they keep each other in check Exactly. And he, he, they're not going to sugarcoat it with each other. They're not going to say, oh, just, I'm always going to be on your side. It's like, no, I want what's best for you. I want you to do the right thing. So Exactly. I, I, I like that. I mean, I, I know that Chris is always team Monique or whatever, yeah. but I liked that he was able to kind of pull her back and be like, look, you were wrong. And not only did, you know, do you owe her an apology? Oh, Sherman, now I'm in the gym feeling crazy. So I liked yeah. the fact <laughs> the <gym>. that, <laughs> that he was like, you know, the men got to be cool with each other. And I like the fact that he kind of checked her on it. And we we'll see you know it'll be interesting to see how her apology to Giselle actually plays out I mean she's she hasn't been Giselle's biggest she and Giselle have have always been at odds from day one from I have four homes from day (laughs) one they have like been at odds so I'm you know I have hope hope for her apology but I'm not really sure about it um all right. Well, that wraps up our, um, our uh, you know, this episode for you guys. But before we move on, we're going to do a special segment. Ooh. So the first special <laughs> segment, and this is for you guys in the chat and for you guys out there, too. What was your shadiest moment of the episode? <sighs> Lauren, what was yours? I don't know. There were so many. Um, not the shadiest. Mm, no, it kind of was. Actually, this is an underrated shadiest moment when Giselle's daughter checked her. 
Because how an 11-year-old going to check you? I thought that was really cute. It was like baby shade, but I'm doing adult shade one, too. A bonus no, that one. Good. Yeah, but it was just, it was shady, because I'm like, dang, you should have said that. Yeah, yes, yes, your own child knows you're wrong. But honestly, anything Candace's mother said. Okay, so yeah, I agree with you. So my shadiest moment was first was when Karen was with uh, Candace, and she was like, isn't that tree dead? Oh. Just like its owner, Ashley. That oh, was my yeah, winner. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> and then um, Candace's mom with the A looking, that whole that whole part was little little, When she's like, I'm dicey. getting married once. The mom was like, mm, okay, or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, I'm getting married once. That was a good one, too. I hope she so, does, just to prove her mom wrong. I do, too. All right, so, to, you know, hit us up with your shittiest moments in the chat as well. All right, and so also our second segment, special segment, is our favorite tweets. Yes, so yes. this first one is by... Uh, Brownie a la mode hmm. at I am geek 0513 Candace don't let your I love this one don't let your fiance hype you up to talk back to your mom cause he not paying <laughs> oh, no. no wedding bills here Aww. hashtag ROP okay <laughs> Brownie I am with you girl I mean That's yeah true. don't let Chris hype you up and then y'all both homeless okay <laughs> alright and the next one is Karen and this is my heart I said all this about Matt Karen and this assistant co-worker friend that came straight out of production child <laughs> I guess. Holla, Dorothy. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Oh, no. Great tweet, Dorothy. And the last one, um, at Dory Simone, staying in a relationship because of potential will potentially yeah. have you looking stupid, potentially wasting time that you can't get back, potentially losing sight of the value you hold. You hold. Mm-hmm. Do I need to keep going? No, no you don't. Dory, you don't. <laughs> you hit it, girl. Hashtag RHOP. So, you guys, definitely tweet us. I'm Erica D. Edwards. We'll give you Lauren's social media. Everybody's tweet at us. You know, maybe we'll feature you one time. Yeah. So, before we get out of here, we're gonna do news and gossip. Yay! Let's see. There it goes. There we go. I like to do the shoulder dance to that one. <laughs> I'll work on my dancing. All right. First on the news and gossip, guys, Baby Raven is graduating. Aww. Karen's daughter. It's crazy. Like we started the show meeting her, and she was yeah. going off to college, and she's graduating. She got so it done cool. in four years. Shout out to Raven. She's graduating from Penn State this weekend. So shout out congrats, to her. Congrats, congrats, Raven. I love Raven. That's a shot of her and her sorority sisters. Oh. So she, you know, had a full is she a Zeta experience. Uh, I do not know the name. Okay, we won't put it out there. This she's week. not a Zeta though. Okay. The so last we- word is Theta. I clearly was not okay, in Penn right, No worries. Okay. <laughs> And big news for the word on the street herself, as we like to call her. Uh, Miss Giselle Bryant's book is out. My word, the stories of her being a pastor's wife, loosely based off of her life, being married to Jamal Bryant and all of his scandals and fidelities. It's on Amazon if you guys want to get it. Check it out. I know I will. All right, you guys, before we get out of here, we're going to do rapid fire predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, rapid fire, rapid fire, rapid fire. I predict that the conflict with Monique, the apology with Monique and Giselle, is not going to go well at all. I predict that people are going to fall out with Ashley because Ashley's going to continue to be messy while she's pursuing her baby. And I predict that Robin and Juan are going to stay in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with all of those. Um, definitely, I feel like Monique and Giselle are just going to keep 
it's gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Monique and Ashley are gonna have a battle of the baby bumps. So the two Ooh, pregnant yeah. women are gonna go at it. Um, and I do think eventually Karen and Giselle will get back together. I am hoping. Yeah, that'll be cute. Uh, that will be cute. All right, you guys, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Episode one was a blast. Again, I am your host, Erica Edwards. You can find me on all of my social media at Erica, E R I K A D as in door. Edwards, and where can we find you, Lauren? Hey guys, you can find me on Twitter at Low Out Loud, and you can find me on Instagram at Lauren Out Loud, and on YouTube because I'm a YouTuber at Lauren Mayo. Oh, cool! All right, you guys, ciao for now. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 